0: Hey, I'm Dr. Timothy Chen.
1: And I'm Melissa Wood.
0: And welcome to Common Sense Medicine. The goal of this podcast is to break down complex medical problems and make them common sense so that we can all learn and have better control of our health.
1: Yes, and remember this is a podcast for information purposes only. It's not medical advice, so if you need anything additional, speak to your provider.
0: And with that being said, let's start our next episode. Let's do it. Um, but anyway, here we are—a mm-hmm. year, one year. Yeah, yeah. happy anniversary, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to believe that you know we're on it, but they do say like, as I was following these podcasts, like people, this is once you get to about a year and a half, that's when you really take off. Okay. And I was like. Uh. <laughs> We just keep showing up. That's right. We just keep showing up. Mm -hmm. And I mean, uh, you know, because I think healthcare is one of those fields where um, it's always evolving.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: maybe an episode that we did on weight loss or nutrition showed one thing. And then now data came out and we're like, Mm -hmm. you know what? We need to update that.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're learning every day um, and things change every year. Um, So, yeah, there's always going to be topics where we have to recap and, Mm -hmm. you know, update and... You know, we may say one thing one day and the next day a new study comes out. Right. So,
0: yeah, yeah. And that's what makes us cool. <laughs> right. Because, well, and it's you know, part of healthcare is always like, hey, it's okay to admit. Hey, we didn't know or we thought it was right. I mean, even yesterday, one of our coaches was talking about lobotomy, frontal lobotomies. Mm -hmm. And I remember the guy who did it won a Nobel Prize saying the science is settled. It was actually on Mm. it. And now we're like, that was the dumbest thing (laughs) we ever heard. (laughs) Um, But hopefully, you know, as we get better with evidence-based medicine, it won't be such an issue. But today, Melissa, to celebrate our one year and our, uh, I guess, entrance into the health podcast world Mm. we're gonna do a recap or maybe a of our top five most popular podcasts
1: yeah yeah revisit some topics that you know we're listened to the most Mm -hmm. and just kind of recap a little bit
0: so this is for our listeners because this is kind of like a listeners choice award right? yeah Yeah. so uh so today we'll actually bring up five big topics the first one anxiety depression number one on the list yeah
1: i was so surprised to see that although i shouldn't be because i mean it's something that is very prevalent and Mm -hmm. there's more awareness now than ever which is great and people are curious and you know wanting to you know find resources for themselves Mm -hmm. or you know family members or whatever. Um, so I'm glad that we were able to put some information out there. I hope it was helpful.
0: Yeah, I think so. You know, that was the one where Lacey, our certified yeah. counselor, came on, just gave us some really, really good tips. Um, but first of all, just realize and normalizing, like you said, mm-hmm. that, you know, anxiety, depression, is not something to be ashamed about? It's not something to be viewed as a weakness. Mm-hmm. It's any other disease process like high blood pressure and diabetes. It has a cause, but it also has a fix. And it doesn't all have to be medication. It can be therapy and things like that
1: yeah did you write down the um numbers yes the episode numbers
0: um you know what i will put it on the comment okay okay because
1: i was gonna say as we kind of go through these if you are interested like in more information on these topics if these are some episodes you missed Mm -hmm. it might be fun to go back
0: yeah i think yeah. that one. yeah because that one was i actually listened to it today um it had so many good tips mm-hmm. uh about just i need to re-listen <laughs> to that
1: one too it was so good it was yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i mean you know someone i think i just remember her saying things like sometimes it's just rephrasing the thought you know mm-hmm. uh, instead of using thoughts like man i'm so stressed i'm so you know busy i'm overwhelmed so, what other way to put it is, I've just got a lot going on today. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, wow, such a neutral term. <laughs> And But that
1: really helps. Uh-huh, it does. It Yeah, it kind of is a different way of processing the information. Mm-hmm. And if we give ourselves those feelings of overwhelm and, like, confirm that with mm-hmm. the thoughts we give ourselves, right. um, it just makes it worse.
0: Yeah, and I been think, Melissa, in that episode you shared, like, um, one way to look at rain is, like, I this summer shoot we, we I mean we need some rain. <laughs> we were so but the day yeah. that
1: she came it was like pouring rain. It, it was. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I think that was that period where like before we had that drought, yes. it was like rain nonstop. Yes. And we're like, it's never gonna stop yeah. raining. Yeah. And I don't now we're like, what's rain?
1: Yeah, I wish it would rain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
0: again, it's the same event. But it's different perspective.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It can either be like so nourishing, you know, when it's so dry and right. dusty, and our you know grass is dying. <laughs> um, yes. Or it can be a nuisance, you know, when you're mm-hmm. just trying to get stuff done and it's pouring on you. Right. So, um, so different, you know. Change a perspective, and you can, you know, change those thoughts, mm-hmm. even if it is, say, you know, a terrible time to have this happening. Right? You know, just think of. You know, the good aspects of it, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think even in that one, it, she talked a lot about being curious, you know, being curious about why do we feel this way? You know, mm-hmm. why do I think this way? And so and I think we even touched this in other podcasts concerning anxiety, this idea of, you know, a lot of the way we react to things has been trained, Right. Mm-hmm. So um, we see a car coming down the road. We jump out of the way. We don't even think about it because that has been ingrained as that is danger. Mm-hmm. And our brain is very good at assigning like, OK, well, a bus looks like a car, a bicycle looks like a car, and it starts adapting those exact same behaviors to similar events you know uh and with anxiety depression it's the same thing maybe um you know we that causes us to start overreacting even on small things Mm -hmm. you know um but the way to break that is to kind of be curious to stop for a second and just be like you know why did that you know why did my child spilling milk make me want to throw something through the window Mm -hmm. you know because you know that's not that's not an appropriate response but because that's been uh, ingrained or uh, all automated, essentially, mm-hmm. being curious and stopping for a second to think about those emotions really helps kind of break that cycle.
1: Right. Yeah. That emotional response is kind of our automatic limbic system, just kind right. of taking over like the toddler does, you mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. just that immediate emotional response. And if you just kind of Take a moment, let your thinking side of the brain kind of reevaluate it a little bit. You right. can change that emotional response or slow it down or, you know, kind of modify it a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's all. I mean, it's just so good to listen. So, yeah, so for our listeners, I'll put it on the comment section that is probably a good one to go over again, especially with holiday season coming.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's October, late October Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're about to have a time change and weather change and yeah. Holidays bring up a lot of um, family dynamics Mm -hmm. and just um, for some people, loneliness and things like that. But, all of these things, we do see a lot of seasonal anxiety, seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to be on top of your mental health right now.
0: Yeah. So perfect. That was our number one. Congratulations, Lacey. Yeah. For on <laughs> episode. And hopefully this next year, actually, I'm going to try to have more guests on. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can learn so much.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: All right, number two, Melissa, our next most popular one on NEAT and metabolism. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, for those who aren't uh, aware, NEAT, non-exercise activity time and its effect on our metabolism. I feel like Every single day, patients come in either saying, like, I got to figure out how to jumpstart my metabolism. Metabolism's all over social media. Every single Instagram is like, eat this food to improve your metabolism. Um, Exercise this way to improve your metabolism. The funny thing is our metabolism actually has very, very little to do with, as far as pure exercise mm-hmm. affecting metabolism. Um, but it has more to do with our activity throughout the day, which is what this NEAT concept it was.
1: Yeah, so it's the activity that we do other than exercise mm-hmm. and other than sleeping. So it's, um, you know, anything for a lot of people, mm-hmm. their NEAT might be, you know, Tapping their foot at their desk and typing, you know, that's the extent of the extra activity that they Mm -hmm. get throughout the day. So we have to if you're in one of those desk jobs, you have to find ways to add to your total neat for the day. So that would be, you know, maybe standing at your desk, Mm -hmm. um, maybe going for a walk at lunch Mm -hmm. or just little walk breaks throughout the day, but ways to increase that non-exercise physical activity.
0: Absolutely. And I think this is probably one reason why Um, So I'll start with this first point. A, city planning probably has more to do with our population health Mm -hmm. than a hospital or what we can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because those things that you do every single day is going to affect your health more than seeing us every uh, six months.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the way a city is built and set up, whether it's by the roads they build or the sidewalks they build mm-hmm. or don't build. Um, <laughs> right, right. You know, do we have good, reliable public transportation that mm-hmm. we can walk to the bus stop or the subway station? Even that little extra 10 or 15 minute walk mm-hmm. just to get to that point is yeah. like it all counts.
0: Absolutely.
1: And so we see in, in areas that utilize those types of things, there's a lot more physical activity at baseline Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and and you notice like they don't have gyms like us yeah um now of course they're not trying to get bulked and ripped and you know what we do here in america but for them like you said the 15 minutes of the store 15 minutes back that extra 30 minutes every single day Adds up. Mm-hmm. Um, they walk upstairs and downstairs. And even here, you know, we have elevators, but, you know, adding those steps in every single day makes a big difference on how your body uses its energy and its metabolism. And the grand scheme of things is probably even more than like a big 30 minute hit workout that you did
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because those things matter. And the flip side, the second side of it is unfortunately our society is kind of phasing out movement in our body.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, like, w- humans are kind of inherently lazy, yes. you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like we, yeah, the easiest route, because, I mean, really, for our survival, I mean, using the least energy to to get what we needed, mm-hmm. is like self-preservation, but right. now when everything is, like, done for us, <laughs> yeah. and we, you know, still take the easy route, yeah. um, y- you know, we're left doing nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. I thought about, um, you know, I, I think it was in this one we talked about what farmers used to do. And mm-hmm. the average walking of a hunter-gatherer or a farmer is like 20, 30,000 steps. You know, farmers were digging holes, you know, and putting fence posts up. And they are carrying cattle and pulling and, you know, tilling the ground with oxen and stuff like that. And I had a, a patient who, as a farmer, he's, I was like, yeah, it was harvesting season. I was working 15 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, amazing. He's like, no, I was sitting in a combine eating chips.
1: yeah in the air air condition yeah yeah. Uh and
0: you're like oh that's different it's different yeah yeah. because he's like always gaining weight during harvest season and you're like I thought you would lose because you'd be out there but no it's it's all machine yeah which is great because it I mean it's fine because it makes us more efficient but the flip side is yeah of course health wise you're talking about 10,000 calories 15 hours out there you know you know, doing things versus sitting mm-hmm. in a air conditioning.
1: Yeah. For 15 hours. Yeah. It's
0: like a truck driver.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so that one, I think uh, when I was kind of looking through it, essentially it was like, we just have to find ways to put activity back. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love Kroger pickup, sometimes yeah. it might just be like walking through a grocery store yeah
1: like give yourself time to do that and mm-hmm. permission to do that like because yeah. we are in such a like go 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 I don't have time for this or that mm-hmm. yeah you've got time to walk around a store for 30 minutes yeah. um, and if and if that's the only activity you get for the day you know take it
0: yeah yeah right or um, right if your kids are playing soccer all right yeah. or they're playing volleyball, uh, it's okay to be like walking around the field when mm-hmm. they're playing it. Uh, I know my son, Levi, he does Kung Fu. So it's a small room. You can't really walk around, but I always have the baby. So we're outside walking <laughs> around with the baby, uh, watching him. But it's it's like finding those opportunities where, yes, the easier option is to just sit in a mm-hmm. car or sit
1: mm-hmm. b- and
0: just be like, oh, I'm just going to move around and mm-hmm. I'll come back when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Melissa, number three. This, this one surprised me dementia being metabolic. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, Yeah, when I saw the list, I thought that was surprising, too. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of interest in dementia, um, a lot of information, I think, coming out, too, in the past year.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, so essentially, this one, you know, this is exactly the example of we thought we knew, but Mm -hmm. we didn't really know, and we had to update. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I think in this episode, and even when I was in medical school, it has always been, it's genetic, there's nothing you can do, it is what it is, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and now we realize it's probably just as much metabolic, if not more so. Mm-hmm. And so high blood pressure uh, patients have higher risk of dementia. Diabetics have higher risk of dementia. There were even talks of dementia being called type 3 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the concept is, right, chronic Damage to the blood vessel, whether mm-hmm. it's high blood pressure, it's high cholesterol, it's diabetes, metabolic syndrome, whatever it is, it causes those blood vessels to narrow mm-hmm. and thicken because they don't want to leak. They don't want to pop. Uh, but you have decades of Tiny, tiny damages to blood vessels, which limits blood supply to a very hungry organ like the brain. And after time, it's going to start having issues.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's another metabolic condition, or in a in a sense, another metabolic condition. Very much um, dependent on our vasculature. You Mm -hmm. know, it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely a vascular thing. Um, And that being said, there's something you can do about it. Absolutely. You know, if you do have metabolic disease. Make sure you're working with your provider to you know, keep those well controlled. Mm-hmm. Make sure your numbers are in good parameters. Make sure if you're on medications that you're taking those medications. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you're focused on lifestyle.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's. Probably the most encouraging thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a death sentence, like if yeah. it runs in your family, but there's actually something you can do. So I think in that one, we talked about nutrition,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, the healthy fats, uh, the low processed carbohydrates, you know, the eating more fruits and vegetables uh, for the antioxidant power, um, the exercises, specifically things like boxing and tennis, where it's more than just walking in a straight line but requiring hand eye coordination pickleball yeah those pickleballers <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I, I
1: still need to play pickleball. i know i've got to give it a try
0: yeah so it's popular but yeah things like that that really require you to think more mm-hmm. uh that's important uh brain games like learning a new language you have free apps like duolingo free apps like oh i don't know if the rosetta stone is free but you have all these abilities to learn you know mm-hmm. Khan academy always having this ability to learn that really helps um I don't know if we mentioned that one, but hearing. So hearing loss is a big risk factor for dementia because uh, when you don't hear, you don't engage in the conversation, you end up becoming more isolated. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people feel embarrassed that they keep asking Mm -hmm. what you say. And that isolation, actually during the pandemic, we saw the isolation as we age is really, really bad.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we see people go downhill really fast. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. all those
0: things, I mean, they make a difference. And of course, like you said, the last piece working with your provider to control diabetes, high blood pressure, I mean, high cholesterol. The medications can help. They're mm-hmm. not the end-all be-all, obviously. Ideally, we like to do it with nutrition exercise, but sometimes medication is necessary.
1: Yeah, yeah, and if you're on it, make sure you're taking it, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, otherwise you'll get dementia. mention, you'll forget <laughs> to take it. <laughs> yeah Yeah. yes so that's we will have a medication compliance medication lecture one day (laughs) Uh, okay moving on melissa this one is big uh exercise
1: okay and more exercise and more exercise
0: you know this one is so interesting because this one actually the title of the the, this episode was can you exercise too much and everyone's like like, oh i need to
1: know (laughs) Maybe I should scale it back.
0: That's right. I gotta let my muscles heal a little bit. Yeah, um, but yes, uh, we talked about exercise and longevity. How um, to this day, all the things that we do, right? Uh, the IV infusion and the testosterone shots and uh, whatever cold plunges and saunas and all the things that we do that we think make a difference on health. Nothing has a bigger impact than just exercise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right up there. You know. You know i you know I don't know if if you could put one ahead of the other as mm-hmm. far as like nutrition or exercise, but it's right up there absolutely um it's definitely one of those that you know if you do nothing else. <laughs> get some exercise yeah yeah. um yeah it makes makes a huge difference and and it's not only about our weight or Mm -hmm. our size so Mm -hmm. even people that are at a normal healthy weight think well you know if if i'm already a normal weight i don't need to exercise Mm -hmm. that's like the furthest thing from the truth um everybody needs to to exercise
0: oh absolutely yeah i think um You know, um, I was talking to a patient today just about like the need to exercise because metabolically his cholesterol was fine. His blood pressure was fine. His sugar is fine. So he's like, I don't really know what the point of exercise is. And you're like, there's so much more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's so much more than than that. And even um, uh, we talk about the differences, uh, like you need it all. Right. Mm. So it's not just, oh, I'm a I'm a cardio guy or I'm mm. a weight training guy. I'm mean, gonna look at you, Melissa, you're like kinda hybrid now. Yeah. <laughs> uh all those, you know, this zone two exercise, starting there. We talked a lot about that on the episode. This need to kinda get that heart rate to, you know, that's like kind of that one ten to one thirty 30 kind of range Mm -hmm. Uh, or if you don't have a smart watch that checks it uh, at a point where you could talk but you'd Mm -hmm. rather not talk
1: yeah yeah Yeah. just a little breathless yeah yeah Mm -hmm. just enough that you're putting in effort Mm -hmm. um so it's not quite a stroll but Mm -hmm. it's not you know a jog either you right. know it's it's just a yeah a little brisk walk yeah it's yeah. is a good way to think about it
0: exactly and i think even today i mean melissa you still do your walking mm-hmm. or still run
1: some, some. Yeah, yeah more walking mm-hmm. um and you know weight training and mm-hmm. some yoga yeah so.
0: yeah and weight training you know that is an addicting thing you know oh <laughs> uh, yes our joints our muscles if you have back pain and knee pain and joint pain you don't have to i mean when we say weight training it's not like go you know bench 400 and deadlift 100 you know like 500 it's not like anything like that it's just any amount of weight training it strengthens the joints it strengthens the tendons it locks things in place we've got so much study on people with chronic knee pain when they start training their quads and their hamstrings they get better
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and so that's huge
1: yeah, and it just helps maintain your functional abilities as we age. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to lose strength, we're going to lose balance, um, and mobility as we age. And exercise, and especially a variety of exercise, mm-hmm. help helps us maintain that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And I think it's it was in this one, Melissa, where we said like some days you don't want to do it,
1: Mm-mm. but you just got to do you it. Just do it. <laughs> just as necessary as everything else that we do every day. Mm-hmm. You know, most of us. You know, when we hear our alarm go off to yeah. get up and get ready for work, I mean, yeah. is it the first thing we want to do? <laughs> Most of the time, no, right. but it's just a responsibility of being an adult Absolutely. and, you know, think of exercise the same way.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, every you know, it's so funny right now, my kids, they hate taking a bath. I don't know what it is yeah, within it's, it's just
1: something you gotta do. It's <laughs> just gotta right? do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And sometimes, uh, you know, I, I was doing a workout and the trainer on the TV was essentially like, sometimes you're not motivated, but you should just start and let the motivation come to you. Yeah. 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 And you
1: can't wait for motivation. No. Cause, yeah. It's, it's not reliable, <laughs> reliable enough.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and the flip side too is like, um sure, everybody complains of fatigue. You know, being tired is hard. You know, being achy and joint pain is hard. You know, being um, you know, no motivation and no energy is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, also being active and going to the gym or, you know, getting dumbbells at home or doing pushups or doing squats. Those are also hard too. And sometimes you got to choose your heart. And mm-hmm. we know that if you just exercise 30, 45 minutes, three times a week, it's going to be significantly better than being tired 50 weeks out of the year.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And all that being said, yes, there is like, you know, responsibility and you just got to do it, but also f- take the opportunity to do something you like and yeah. enjoy. Um, you know, if, if, if pickleball is your thing, uh-huh. you know, make it fun. Yeah. That can be, you know, physical activity. And then, you know, if you get tired of that after a while, it's it's okay to change too. You Absolutely. know, just keep it interesting. That's right. Yeah.
0: That way they can get arms like yours, Melissa. <laughs> uh, which we will have a fitness influencer come on our yeah. show. With them. That should be fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. The last one. Number five. Melissa Ozimbik.
1: Okay. No yeah, that's thought. not surprising. <laughs>
0: uh that was one of our most listened one uh actually this was the one like the third one we ever recorded it's okay. still one of the highest ones right. um because we talked about obesity
1: mm-hmm. um
0: focused a lot on the problems of obesity it is a relatively new phenomenon past 30 40 years where this thing really took off and it it's now like a train that we can't slow mm-hmm. uh we throw everything at it you know we have gyms on every corner mm-hmm. we have you know nutritional food pyramids we have books on obesity you have, you know everyday influencers all over the place telling you yeah. eat this way I mean it's a problem yeah yeah um and we didn't really have a good solution
1: right right and we I don't I mean we still don't yeah. I mean we're still um you know there are things like like Ozempic that mm-hmm. you know may hold some promise in some ways but mm-hmm. at the same time you know, we're not to a point where it's truly the best long-term solution for right. most people.
0: Yeah, yeah. In fact, today, I've had already two patients come in. They were on Monjaro. They lost some weight on it because they didn't eat very much. They stopped paying for it, so they couldn't afford it, and their weight all came back. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think that is, um, you know, obesity is a complicated issue at the At the crux of it, for sure. Nutrition, exercise, it still works. There's been this big attack uh, on like the eat less, move more thing doesn't work, but it does work.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it does. Uh, and maybe that's not something we we'll want to hear. I mean, because yeah. people are like I've tried everything, I don't eat, and I don't, and then they get the shot and they don't eat and they lose weight. So mm-hmm. it does, but it is more complicated than that. And this is the part where like maybe policy, you know, something with the government. Uh, we, you know, we're in America. <laughs>
1: We can't let anybody make decisions <laughs> so for yeah, us. Uh,
0: yeah, you can't have the government telling <laughs> you that you yeah. can't have this or what was the other one? Like Canada was thinking about banning cigarettes and they're like, how dare they tell me I can't smoke? Yeah, it's like,
1: like but, it, but we're just trying to help you out, yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, it probably will have to be something more comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Providers talking about it. Yes. Social inf- uh, media influencers talking about, you know, nutrition and or exercise or exercise programs, apps and things like that. It will have to be maybe some city planning, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, we make Madison more walkable, you know, make Glutstat more walkable or have a culture of more activity. And it is the government telling Coke, like, hey, you cannot put this much sugar in. Mm -hmm. If you're going to sell in our country, it can only be, you know, 30% of the daily sugar value per can versus 158%. -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it probably wouldn't taste that good anymore. (laughs) Have you ever done the sodas at um, Disney World? Yeah, yeah. Um, They, I think, don't have as much sugar, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, they're like very... Yes, like bitter tasting. It is. So, <laughs> so I mean, I feel like if if there were limitations on, you know, soda manufacturers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't think anybody would even drink them. You know, it's
0: <laughs> uh, you know it's so funny. Speaking of that, like so when we did Disney, you're right. When you taste it, you're like. The first thought, you're like, I'm being ripped off. They're watering this yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, hey, this and is And
1: it's actually- like, it's so exciting because you're like, ooh, free soda. Yeah. And then you taste it. It's like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a soda. This is not real. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's,
0: it is so funny. Our first thought, it's not like, mm. wow, well, this is probably better for me. So, I don't have so much sugar in here. Yeah. It's like,
1: this is, gross. this is gross <laughs>
0: <laughs> what country is it now, you know it's so funny like if you go to I don't know have you ever been to Coca-Cola World in Atlanta mm-hmm. it, it is really cool I mean they have like this little fountain that shoots Coke into your cup like from oh. far off in your little cup and you can try as much as you want so you go and they're like <laughs> and uh, and you're getting it from all across the world so okay. and it's true like when they shoot it from Japan like oh this Japan little like peach flavor you drink it you're like
1: that's not, yeah. that's not sweet uh-huh. compared
0: to like ours.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's different.
0: It is. Um, so, you know, that, Melissa, I mean, that is our five.
1: Yeah, our top, top five. five recap for the year. That's right. Yeah. So,
0: um, you know, we love the people that's really supported us this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they've subscribed, they've shared our Facebook episodes, the last one on organic versus non-organic had between Spotify and that, like, over, almost close to 600 plays.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is, well, that means we're trending. Yeah,
1: that's more than we can reach here in <laughs> in our office, yeah. you know. I mean, I think, I think that's, you know, hopefully what people need is just more information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll yeah. keep putting it out there. That's
0: right. So, yeah, so if there's ever any topics you want to learn, we'd be happy to talk about those things. We are going to, we love having guests on, so if you mm-hmm. want a guest on this show, let us know yeah yeah Yeah, if
1: you're an expert Mm -hmm. in something that yeah yeah we're glad to hear it
0: that's right so uh well any closing thoughts you have melissa
1: i don't think so you know i'm you know thankful for our listeners and it's been a good year and you know and part of why we do this is just to get information to people and Mm -hmm. um and as information changes we you know We'll update. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, high five, Melissa. First year done.
1: Yeah. Thanks. All right.